Dish from Waitrose is an SE Creative Studio production. Fizz Beyond Carbonated Water. Introducing the Infizz Fusion by Sage. Carbonate a refreshing strawberry wine cooler or a homemade lemonade like never before. Infizz. And release. Infizz your flavour. Sage, the Infizz Fusion Carbonator, available in a range of Lux colours, exclusively at John Lewis. Our podcast might contain the occasional mild swear word or adult theme. Hello everyone and welcome to Dish in 2023. I'm Nick Grimshaw. And I'm Angela Hartnett. Uh, Welcome to our podcast that hopefully makes you laugh, makes you think, and also ideally makes you hungry. And maybe makes you want to cook. Maybe, yes, it made you want to cook in the whole time we've been doing this. Yeah, I have done bits. (laughs) I have done bits. bits. You know, I have done done since we've done this podcast, I've noticed. I do that. With the pan. Flip the pan a bit. Yeah, like that chef pan. When nothing's in it, just flip yeah, it just pan. Oh. walk around the house. No, I do. I do like a. Like you do that. like a flip. All right, yeah, marvellous. All right, so we're going to cook along with me mainly because you're not really helping, even though we're now probably coming up to series three. You'll find all the recipes at waitrose.com forward slash dish recipes. Right, Ange, let me run you through what I've knocked up today. I have done some brown sauce with <laughs> onions and mushrooms in. On the well side, done. a little bit of steak, and then I've chopped up some dandelions. Dandelions, and I'm sprinkle that marvellous. Did you pick top. them from the park? Pick them from the park, yeah. Lovely. So that's what we've got. Foraging we're Foraging, this morning. yeah. Um, now, what have we got? Because this smells and looks delish. Well, we're post-Christmas, so we should really be having some lovely vegetable cassoulet, but instead we're going to have steak. Yeah. So so beef stroganoff, which is sort of Hungarian inspired, so a bit of paprika in there, mm. some lovely mushrooms, onions, cooked down as you identified, lovely bit of cream, beef stock, finished with parsley. Oh, delicious. For our guest. Because our guest's quite meaty. Loves meat, loves um, it. And I feel like his wife is not meaty. She's not, she's not. She likes fish. Oh, she does. I've so... cooked for them both, you see. Oh, really? And depending on what you cook, you've always got an allergy with those two. Oh, you know what I'm saying? God. They're a problematic couple. In Absolute nightmare. Where did you cook for them? Fortnum and Mason's for a oh, big wow. dinner. So depending what I was cooking, one oh. would have, you know, meat, the other oh. fish. Lovely couple, though. Lovely love couple, them. lovely They couple. are showbiz royalty. I they think. are showbiz royalty. Are. But we have the meaty half today. Yeah, we have the meaty uh, half. The meaty half of Tess and Vernon. And um, Vernon Kay is going to be joining us on the podcast today. I feel like Vernon's going to be someone who loves talking about food. Yeah, he loves food. You know, loves. I think he likes cooking as well. Do you see him one time on his social? He did a great sandwich where I think oh, he yeah, put he monster munches in yeah. there, mayonnaise, coleslaw. Honestly, I was like salivating. Yeah, Should have just that. got Vernon's come and make the sandwich. Yeah, monster munch party yeah. instead of this. <laughs> instead exactly, of this. Yeah. I met Vernon at T4. Oh. We both started on. T4. I remember we did one together and I think it was for like a Christmas special or like a nice. Vernon K celebration day or nice. something. But then of course we did Radio 1 together. Yeah, he was well. on after you, wasn't he? He was on after me, oh, yeah. So, and he was, okay. al- he was always hungover on Weren't you always hungover? Oh, I was still out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last time we saw this guy, we were launching this very podcast <laughs> when we went and joined him for breakfast on Radio 2. Please, can we make some noise and welcome to Dish, Mr. Vernon Kay! Hi, Vernon. Hi, how are you going? 
I love a whoop whoop. I love a whoop whoop. I love a whoop whoop. I don't think you grow over whoop whoop. No. You deserve it. I do love it. I do love a round of applause. How do you feel about it on the radio? But what is weird about radio, and you know this more than anyone, Nick, is mm. when you're in the studio, it's just you and the producer. Yeah. Right. But when you put the fader up, it's like millions of people listening. And you're like, one person when the fader's down, <laughs> millions when the fader's up. And the conversation differences between fader down and fader up are really interesting. Yeah, sometimes I hate her, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a coat, what a lovely person. You know what I mean? You kind of like. But yeah. last time we saw you was when we came and saw you on Radio 2. Yeah, it was it was good that. And I'm yeah. not just saying it, but we had an amazing reaction of you guys uh, in the studio. And that's why I wanted to do this. You're very relaxed. You make guests relax. So it's an easy gig. Well, it's a challenge. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And especially, <laughs> like, we did bring up. Up the way that you have behaved in the past mm, on the yeah, radio, Nicholas. Nicholas. Yeah, uh, so you kind I was of young. you raised the bar. Well, kind of lowered it yeah. uh, <laughs> for people to stride over. Yeah. So, well, hang on a minute. If, if Grimmy can do, you know, if you can go from straight from the Brits mm. to live on air, yeah. you know, mm. with global pop stars, mm. then surely we can chat about car parking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Surely Probably worse than that. <laughs> yeah. We should do it. But we did love coming in that morning. Yeah. We we had such a good time. We really really did. We, you're so good at it. It's a nice medium, you mm. know, because your frame of mind has to relate to what you think the frame of mind of the listeners yeah. is, mm. which is why radio is so good at, at telling stories, at getting messages across. And I think the best piece of advice I've ever had was from our old boss, Ben Cooper. And he said, look, all I want you to do is go out, live the life of the listener and just tell stories. Mm. Yeah. So you case kind of, I guess, adult Jackanory. But when you were younger, did you always want to do it? Did you always want to do radio and, and do telly? Because I was obsessed with radio when I was, yeah. when I was little. Well, that's what you wanted to do, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and I'm always envious of your career path, you know, both of you, really, mm. because you're doing exactly what you loved. And I, did, I didn't have a clue. So I, I knew, and this sounds really weird, I knew deep down that I wouldn't be tapping keys, I wouldn't be in an office, and my dad always encouraged me to be a lorry driver because he right. always used to say, oh, you can always come and drive for me. Yeah. So... Uh, that was always an option, but I knew it wasn't what I was going to do. Yeah. I just had this feeling that during GCSEs and A-levels and, and I did environmental science at college just because I didn't start puberty till late yeah. and I couldn't imagine myself, you know, 17 years old, talking like this, <laughs> work, work, working as a gas fitter or a, or a builder. You know what I mean? Excuse me, sir, where's the blowtorch? <laughs> the what? Blowtorch? Yeah! You know what I mean? So I thought, I better carry on my education until <laughs> yeah. at least I get one hair on my chin. <laughs> but I had this sixth sense, this weird feeling that something was going to happen. Yeah. And when the, the scouting to be a model happened, it was exciting. It was something different. I wasn't, because at the time I was cleaning phone boxes, working for my cousin in his DIY so shop. So what did your mum and dad and say when you sort of, they came home and said, I'm going to be a model, that's it? Or oh, well, I came on and went, hey, I've been scouted by this modelling agency in London. My dad went, and? <laughs> and my mum in the kitchen went, you're like a bloody girl! Because <laughs> they had like a long hair. Uh, you know, proper northern reaction. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I kind of, no, they, they were like, oh, whatever, just go and do it. And that was, yeah. it happened on a Friday. And the following Friday, I was living in a bed and breakfast in, in Paddington. That's so, nuts. yeah, it took a week for me. And yeah. I haven't been back. Yeah. So it's, it's the most weird thing that ever. That is nuts. Yeah. And what did you think when they approached you? Were you like, yes, I will model. There was me and two friends. And we went there basically to do a little bit of Christmas shopping. But right. we knew that the Close Show Live was full of girls. Three guys, night out in Birmingham the Thursday yeah. before. It was great. Great fun. And we just ended up, once we'd done a lap of it, you think, do you know what? 
not all it's hyped up to be this. Yeah. Let's just sit in the bar. So we just sat in the bar and we talked about football and this, that, and, the other. and then this guy uh, who I'm still friends with today, James Knoll from Select Model Management, came yeah. up to me and said, listen, you've got the look of the moment. Would you mind doing this catwalk show for right. us? And then it was my mates. It was more my mates going, go on, do it. Yeah, I knew yeah, you. Yeah, we'll have a right laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, all right then. So I got on there. Uh, we were, I was absolutely bladdered. <laughs> and I tried walking in a straight line and I'm all over the place. And then at the end of it, the guy said, look, if you want to, uh, we'll offer you the chance to come down to London and see how it goes. And that was it. Never looked back. I didn't Brilliant. do any modelling. Did you not? No, no. God, no. I did more magazine and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, well, we actually have... Um, we have pictures. Proof. Oh, Proof of more magazine here. Now, this picture, when I knew we were having a picture of you, <laughs> Vernon, modelling, I was like, can't wait to see this, but it's well embarrassing and actually fantastic. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? It's me in a pair of cargo pants mm -hmm. on trend still. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, topless with my arms across my torso because I was embarrassed the fact that I didn't have a rippling abdomen. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, if I, if I hide my chest uh, yeah, do this and breathe in a pose. little bit, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, you know, and try and flex this bicep. So if you look at my left bicep, I'm squeezing it against my chest so it looks oh, a little yeah, bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. Flatten it out. Yeah. <laughs> Flatten it out. <laughs> Um, and I love that this picture because uh, Vernon actually has this framed when you walk into his house. <laughs> Full size, it's huge. Hey, you yeah. joke, Gladys has got that on the landing. No, she has not. Yeah, she, has. she has. Amazing. She has. Amazing. But, but yeah, so that's how it all started. And it made me realise how fashion is more about you as a person and not what we're what is deemed fashionable right yeah you know what i mean it's about how you how comfortable you are in what you are wearing and what messages you personally want to give out all right so um i brought you both presents oh yeah. post christmas yeah how lovely. yeah i know and nick uh, you first okay all right now i know that you love your interior design yeah uh, and I know you love your art. Yeah. So what I thought I would bring you is... Frame picture of Vernon, frame picture of Vernon. <laughs> nearly, Fingers nearly. Crossed. I will frame this for you. Okay. <laughs> but mm -hmm. anyone who's got framed pictures needs a picture hanging set. Oh! So I brought you a spirit level. Thank you, Vernon. And I brought you some picture hooks. Oh, oh my God, not lovely. even joking. No. I actually do love this. <laughs> This, because that's for your legit art. Yeah, that's yeah. if it's heavy. Yeah, yeah. This Do one's that. for your plasterboard. Yeah, yeah. one's for plasterboard. <laughs> That's your Ikea one. I've yeah. got a sawtooth hanger, a picture hook. And do you know what I've always wanted? Spirit a spirit level. level. I love this. Well, Thanks, Vernon. He said Nick and Angela love booze. I thought, well, there's a spirit level. You Very know. good. Very good. Come yeah. on. Uh, and Angela, I know, um, yeah. obviously, with everything you've achieved in the world of food, <laughs> I just thought sometimes you need a break okay. from the exquisite, delicious <laughs> meals you cook. So I've brought you a Greg's 25 pound oh, gift voucher. That's all right. I like the Greg sausage roll. That's perfect. When he comes over next week, that's yeah. a supper. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hang on. I know. Oh, I know side. where these items are from. The high street outside the BBC has <laughs> a hardware shop <laughs> and a Greg's. <laughs> We are going to have today, cooked by Angela, a steak and mushroom stroganoff. Now, you, Vernon, doing double fist pump yeah. right now on the podcast. Yeah. Um, tell me about meat in your house. <laughs> I'm a big red meat eater. Mm. Love a steak. I really do. And it's been a journey, really, my love of red meat, because I've got to meet people like Angela and other chefs. And I think meat gets better the more experienced you become from cooking it. Right. 
and a revelation that I didn't know when I was, uh, I think the day before or the day after you and Angela came into the show, we had Gordon Ramsay on. And he was saying, four minutes and then let it sit. Mm -hmm. Like two each side. Angela, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, he's right. But um, just letting it sit is the key to unlocking all the flavour mm -hmm. in meat. And since ever since I learnt that, oh my gosh. Yeah, you got I never, I never used to let it rest. Awesome, I know. Because you think, oh, it's gonna be cold. It's gonna be cold. Well, to be fair, that might be a little bit. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been, been doing a podcast, to be yeah. fair. You know, don't let rest while you're hosting an entire podcast. Thanks, Ange. Yeah, thank you, Angela. But I think you learn about the different cuts of meat, and I, I like marbling in my oh, meat. Oh yeah, I like marbling. Yeah, I love a bit of that. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a wagyu fan because to me that feels too fatty. Yeah, I do like a wagyu when I've been out yeah. and had a wagyu. Tasty, yeah. I never thought I liked, and shout out to my mum, I never thought I liked meat at all, but my mum just used to like cook it for about four days. <laughs> so like she, and she came around, do you know what? She came around to mine recently and I made fish and my mum was like, that fish won't be done. I said, Angela Hartnett said, and my mum's like, won't be done. I said, Angela knows how to cook it. You don't. Yeah. So I did what you said, and my mum was like, "Oh, it's perfect that." Yeah. Because I guess so. Yeah, you know. But my mum used to always like overcook meat, always, yeah. always, and I always never thought I liked it. Mm. So I'm, I'm same as you. I got into it later. Can we dive in? You can dive in, dive in, because it, it is has been sitting there a little bit. So it's beef stroganoff. Mm. Lovely. So it's roasted beef with a lovely mushroom, um, onion sauce. Delicious. Sauce nice and hot makes a little bit chill. Oh, it's mega. Mmm, so mega. What did you cook the meat in? Oil or butter? Uh, a little bit of oil and paprika. But I do oh, wow. use butter. When I do a steak, I like to put mm. a little bit of butter. What's the perfect steak prep? Because I used to put oil on the meat, mm. but when I watch oh, you I do, do it, you put oil in the pan. I put it in the pan, then I put a little bit of butter, caramelise it, mm -hmm. depending on the cut of meat. If it's fatty, you don't need to put butter in oil because it's got a natural fat. But if it's like a, the fillet, which is mm -hmm. very lean, then I'd put butter to make it keep it nice and moist. Mm. There you go. But Gordon's right. It's all about letting it rest. You don't have to eat meat every day of the week, but when you do eat it, just buy the best you can afford because yeah. it's going to make a difference in flavour. I made it last night, steak, and I did it too long. Hot pan, not long, like you know, and just really quick and easy. Every now and again, I invite my former American football teammates over. Mm. And the first barbecue was a big fail because Why? Uh, I bought the meat. And when you're entertaining five or six lads who are massive, you realize that whatever you meat you bought is not enough. Mm -hmm. mm. So then the second barbecue, I said, listen, you bring your meat, I'll bring the booze. Mm. Yep. And we're drinking nice wine, yep. copious amounts of beers. It's still cheaper. Than, than the meat. All the meat, yeah. Yeah, you know wow. what I mean? Like these boys go in. So I, you just bring meat, mm -hmm. I'll do salad and wine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then that's I it. love that invite. Bring meat. Yeah, yeah. bring meat. That is oh, such a good northern invite. Yeah, bring yeah. meat. Come with like, like yeah. oil barrels full of meat. Oh. Just And the barbecue's going for like four yeah. or five hours. And it's like, Matt, lads, I'm going to... This might be a second gas bottle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh and it's just going away and they're showing it down and great fun. They're and then, you know, it, we get yeah. a bit leery and the paintball guns come out. And yeah, it gets yeah. a bit, you know, a bit rowdy. You love loving that football, though. Yeah, you love it, don't you? Yeah, I like the American football. get into American football? Um... It was something that was on the telly in the background, like after mm. the Wonder Years with Winnie Cooper and Kevin Arnold. Oh, yeah, yeah on a Sunday. Oh, what love a TV the Wonder show. Years. I used to love, love Wonder Years. Yeah. Forgot about that. So I taught myself the rules, got into it, ended up playing for a team in Manchester, and then put it to one side when I went to 
attempt higher education. Yeah. And then I did a TV show for ITV where we where we rebuilt our old American football team from the late 80s to play again. So it's a lot of 40-year-old blokes. Amazing. <laughs> we managed to find 54 of them, yeah. right? And we made the fit, we started practicing with 35 yeah. and we did the actual program with six because, <laughs> because everyone literally fell apart. You know, we had guys blow out their knees, the Achilles was going, ankles were all over the place, a couple of concussions. We started with everyone saying, yeah, yeah I could play again, yeah. but we ended up fielding six mm. uh, and I was one of them. And then mm. I, I took it up again and yeah. ended up winning and two mm. and losing two national championships oh, at the tender age of 36, yeah. Wow. So and you is it become a big thing? over here now mm. I mean there's a big Excuse league me. and stuff I think it's one of those sports that people will be aware of but don't know about yeah mm -hmm. it will always be that yeah, and what's with the tattoo on the back then that's all to do with the football as well tell us about that yeah so I had a I had a tattoo of Eli Manning on my back right. because I was a guest on his YouTube show yeah and it's a big show in America uh but when they say, oh we want you to go on as a guest and represent American football fans in the UK they have yeah. no idea uh that I hosted Splash yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, and, and so I yeah. went on there and I told him that I had a bet with my best friend yeah. and the winner would get the cash and the loser would have the face of the winning quarterback tattooed on their back mm -hmm. and he said well how did that go for you and I said well I'll show you and revealed Ooh, yeah. his face on my back and it wasn't a real tattoo but the cool thing was, it's made by a tattoo company called Tattooed Now, who make fake tattoos for film and television. Mm -hmm. And they've got to be on. If you're recording yeah. a movie, or let's say Peaky Blinders or whatever, you know that that tattoo's got to be on for a minimum yeah. of six months. So they're pretty semi-permanent. God, yeah. yeah it so how long was it on your back well, for? Well, it could stay there if you wanted for three months. Right. Do you know what? When I saw all this coming out in the paper, I thought it was real. You know, yeah. you like flick through stuff and like you're, like, you're not reading properly. And I was like... I did, I did know he liked American football, I was like, <laughs> I thought it was real. Did you? Yeah, I did. Hey, she would kill me. Yeah, well, that I, Tess I was would go ballistic. Yeah. So why yeah. did you get it off? So what I did was, you, you have to uh, kind of baste yourself pretty much in olive oil to get mm. like to let it soak in because it's like you put sealant on it so that water can't get in it and lift it off your back it's mad it's like creosoting wow. a fence yeah <laughs> but with a tattoo it's the same thing yeah that. bit of basting yeah exactly mm -hmm. so you let the olive oil settle in yeah. and then you start scrubbing basically so my back's red raw at the moment Jeez. but i had to get i had to get rid of it because it was pretty embarrassing yeah pretty bad yeah not, would you you'd never go down that route well, I think what it's taught me is... Uh, <laughs> not no. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's not no. Yeah, it's not a no. I, what it's taught me is that if I was going to have a tattoo, you could have one made yeah. and try it out. Yeah. yeah. See you if you like I mean? it I wish I'd done that before some of these ones in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some terrible up. ones. Look at that. That was meant to be an eyeball. Who did that? I mean, it does look like you drew that. Mm. Was that Tenerife yeah. after Bobby's and Busby? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Angie, you were saying you cut for Vernon and Tess before. Yes, a few times, mm. actually. Mm. We've got a mutual friend, which we're going to get you onto one of these lovely lunches. It, everyone's been to these lunches. lunches. You're coming along. You oh know me God. and Vern now, so you're in the okay. door. You're I'll in the back door. Um, I'll be in there. 
But yeah, and it depends because there's always a theme. Like there's been ones where there's been Peter Hannon, who's this amazing butcher from Northern Ireland. So it's all about steak. So mm -hmm. Tess, who doesn't eat meat, mm -hmm. would not necessarily come and Vern say, it's all right, I'm well, eating for both of us. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. And then we've done truffle lunches and stuff. But but actually, Tess has got a great diet. She always looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. She loves fish, I think likes it, veg and stuff. Tess makes me want to be healthy. Moderation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, she looks healthy. But what yeah. she does is, which, which I could never do, uh, I like feeling full. Mm. Yeah. And Tess will go, oh, I've had enough. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I, I respect that and I really admire that. Whereas yeah. I'm like, I've got half a steak. Yeah. Seven chips. Yeah. <laughs> I'll eat the rest. And a cup full of peas left. Yeah. 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 Go away, I'm carrying on. Yeah, Do you know I'm what I mean? Like and when you walk out, you're going, whoa. And that feeling, no matter how many times it happens, yeah. it's a horrible feeling when you're like, you feel oh, terrible. you can't sleep. But then literally the next night, you're like, whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> Dribbling uh, on the way that? home in your Uber yeah, you're like, because oh, you're, being no. so you're in a carb coma. No, yeah, it's true. No, that's why I was like, because you, you will send me the list in case I've set you next to Vern and I go, oh, great. And then I go, oh, bloody hell, that means I'm going to drink. No, but it's true. If you sit next to someone who's being mm. moderate, you sort of moderate your behaviour a bit. But then I always say, oh, it's Vern. Great. We'll it's Vern. We'll have a We'll get But also the beauty of, of those lunches is that the host, you and yeah. Fences, would put people together who wouldn't necessarily yeah, true, bump yeah. into each other in social circles. Yeah. So you get a real broad spanning yeah. collection it's of people. It's good to put in a list of people, it's brilliant. Yeah, and yeah. because the table is so tight, mm. you have n you can't hide. Yeah. Right. yeah. So you have no choice yeah. but to chat. Just yeah. to have a chat. And it's nice to, you know, because the majority of people in there are in the media mm. in some way, shape or form. Mm. Everyone can talk, but people still find it difficult to yeah. start a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you always revert back to either taxi or barber's chat. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? You all right? Where yeah. have you been for summer? Mm. What are you doing for your holidays? Yeah. It's like, it's the basics. Mm. You know it's I mean? nice it's like winter now, isn't it? Yeah. Like that sort of stuff. You're like, what? Whereas you know that you're going to be talking about, oh, what do you think of uh, yeah. Renoir's work? <laughs> 18 whatever, do you know what I mean? You're like, we'll end up there, but yeah. I don't know how we're going to get yeah. there. Yeah. Get yeah. there. Do you ever host dinners at your house, you guys? Do you mm. ever do dinner parties? Kind of. I like things like bonfire night. Mm. Because bonfire night, uh, it's usually chippy night. Yeah. But I like fireworks. I love oh, fireworks. I love bonfire night. I like explosions. So bonfire night for me is like, I think Tess would rather lock me up. Mm. Yeah. I spend a fortune. Did you? Yeah. On, I always do on bonfire night. But we have, we get a lot of fish and chips in. I'm and just going to come and sit outside your house. You're more than welcome. see the display. You're more amazing. than welcome. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have buffet-style fish and chips. Lovely. Got a lot of fish and chips in. Put them on the hot plate. We have a, we have a lazy Susan, nice. but it's a warming lazy Susan. Oh. Yeah, so it spins and warms. Oh, I mean that's the right This should be a warming lazy Susan. Yes, yeah, yeah it's Love perfect, absolutely that. brilliant. Because yeah. those tea light things, they're all right. Mm. They don't work. But they, they don't work. work. Yeah, you know. And then what about um, sauces? Do you have gravy and curry sauce options? Yeah, there are options there in the pan on the hob. Yeah, uh, you can mush your peas. If you want, mm -hmm. but I, I like entertaining with no fuss because as soon as you get into like posh food, as soon as it becomes, you have to think. Yes, about it too much. oh, thank you. It's an effort. That means a lot coming. But from that's you. the same but as us. We it, don't. I don't. I like you. You can make like this. <laughs> no, no. But, <laughs> you know we had, mean? It's like, but I know you don't want to be stressed. I agree. No, especially with, with like yeah. large volumes of people and, and every, fire. And yes. fire. And fire works. Yeah, yeah. And fire works. And our friends have got kids. You know, we've got a lot of friends with kids. So. Um, I think it's a case of 
are the, are we going to have people around with or without kids? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and people who are listening can relate to that because you're like, is it going to be one of them? I'm not talking keys in a ball party. No. Can I kid? <laughs> oh, gosh, no. Not one of them. Uh, uh, I mean, like, are, yeah. we, are the adults going to get involved, yeah. end up on the patio, sat sure. around a fire, not in yeah. a fire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? The um, kids change it, don't they? Yeah. Because yeah. I had a birthday party in the summer, last summer, and I was like, don't bring your kids because it's just annoying, isn't it? Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and I was like, it is just annoying. Because there's surplus to requirements. And yeah. then people like brought them. Yeah. And we were really? like, oh, bloody hell. Because of the way that you've yeah. done your house, Nick, uh, are, you, are you precious of kids ruining stuff? No, it's just rugs? more their energy. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I'm there. Yeah, I get it. So what now? TV, radio? Do you prefer either or? Oh, I think, that's a mad question. And I'm not mm. saying uh, I think you're brilliant at both. Honestly, you are. You're a natural entertainer, Vern. You are. Oh, like, you know, it's yeah. easy to talk, isn't it? Like, we just talk for a living. Yeah. But I think, I think when you say radio or TV, it's a really oh, difficult yeah, yeah, question yeah, to answer because I want more of both yes. and I don't want to put one in the shade. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I think with, with radio, you're the narrator yeah. because you can listen to the radio wherever you are. Whatever yeah. you're doing, the radio can be on in the background. Mm. And I, I've always wanted to do an item where we get a listener to go into Halford's and put all the radios on whatever station we were on. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And just speak to the Halford's. Yeah. Hello! <laughs> Holford's radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but then with television, you've got to be static and you've got to yeah. have a remote in your hand. And when you're making telly, you've got to stop that person from changing channel. Yeah. So I think that telly will change in the way that we consume media as changing, that we yeah. want things quick and fast mm. and, and uh, you know, 30 seconds, 40 max. Yeah. Like T4 links, really. That's what we're yeah. going back to. Yeah, I, I like both. I like the fact on telly I get a free suit. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like someone does your hair. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I look quite nice. Where's radio? You can, you can walk up. You can go in with a hangover. Yeah. You're laughing. Dog rough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> looking you know. rough. Oh, you're yeah. certainly great this morning. <laughs> you yeah. should have seen me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I like that radio can just be like derailed by anything. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like one text in about a cat or something. Absolutely. That's the show then. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's so organic. Yeah. As they say. I like that feeling. I like the feeling I was listening to you a while back and you were talking about the parking awards <laughs> and I was obsessed with how silly that was like on radio yeah. two in the morning yeah. was a conversation about the awards for car parks car parks and I love that you're going everywhere you're in everyone's morning when they wake up it's like it's weird because you're part of broadcasting yeah. history when you're affiliated with those big brands you know I mean your stint there will go down yeah. as Nick Grimshaw hosted the breakfast show mm. which is an amazing you know what I mean an amazing innings and you're there you're you're now in the history of radio it's funny because people I think still think you work there if you've worked radio on people like think you work there forever like someone yeah. messaged me yesterday being like I'm studying media studies at university and I really want to come and shadow you at Radio 1. I was like, I don't work there. But <laughs> yeah. Good luck with the degree. I've been there for a while. I'm going to give it a Google. Bless her. Yeah. It's, and it's funny, it's funny when people walk past you and go, oh, can't wait to see you on Family Fortunes on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I assume you're watching Challenge. 
Hosted <laughs> <laughs> oh. it for seven years. There's a chef doing it now. But you have done Vernon, actually, like major iconic TV shows. Yeah. Like, the, the whole, and that's what I love about Radio One and Radio Two. It feels like everyone's listening. Like mm. Family Fortunes feels like everyone's watching, and like I'm a celebrity. I like yeah. these sort of like universal shows. I'm that a celebrity feeling. was bonkers though. Yeah. Mm. That was nuts. Like to be a part of that and not have the responsibility of kind of hosting the, the show. Yeah. And that's yeah. a yeah. great job. And watching them work uh, is amazing. But because we all kind of know Anton Deck, yeah. and when you go and do a challenge or a, a task or whatever it is, and I'm memoing now to, to Angela <laughs> and Nick, they're kind of like, oh, we, is everything okay? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, show going well. <laughs> and they can't say anything, yeah. but they try and give you enough to yeah, make you feel little, relaxed. Yeah. And like, it's a really weird experience because yeah. you're not in control. Mm. There's no point trying to think about what's coming. And you just got to let it come at you and enjoy it. And I yeah. had, I'll be honest, I'm not lying. I had the best time. Because I had five weeks away from nothing. Yeah. I did nothing for five weeks. I had two yeah. weeks in isolation because it was prime COVID. Yeah. Uh, and I'm in this farmhouse in Anglesey in the middle of nowhere. The beautiful. most beautiful yeah. place to wake up where you could leave the window open and it would still be deathly silent. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's that when you live either in or just on the outskirts of a city, it's that peace and tranquility. Yeah that you really hunger for. And also a life like you, you know, you're from TV to right, you know, yeah, you're, you're busy, busy, you know, you're not yeah, just... just to shut down. And yeah. who were you in the house with that on your own? On my own. Yeah, isolation. On my own. Yeah. And they said, right, you can either have uh, one of those prep menu things where they bring your food with uh, instructions and you can right. cook. I said, no, no, I want raw ingredients. Fantastic. I said, like, I want meat, I want fish, uh, I want yeah. veg, I want carbs, I want protein, I want this, that and the other. Yeah. And I cooked it all myself, but I came up with my own routine. So I would have a lie in. I get up at eleven. I go for, Ooh, I know. Nice. I know. Go for a run. Yeah, go lovely. for a run. Come in, the then beach, have breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, with like a little bit of steak or a little, you know, some chicken or protein, yeah. some carbs, and then get on the Xbox. Have half yeah. an hour doing that. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. go maybe just go for a walk. I took my golf clubs, and the farmer would say, "Oh, you can." Go. I've just mowed that lower field, so you can yeah. take your golf clubs oh, down fantastic. there. So I was yeah. there with my golf clubs. Go for a run. Yeah. Cook. So I was doing. It, it was. It was mad. It was like yeah. there was none of. Have you polished the kids' shoes? <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? None of that. And it was really nice. Have you steamed the uniform? I'm like, steamed? <laughs> I am. Uh, but it, it was nice to have two weeks off life. Yeah, yeah I bet. It yeah. was crazy. And Shane Ritchie, I knew Shane Ritchie was doing it. So I said to him before, I said, look, they're going to take all our stuff off us. Your laptop, your phone. I said, take a burner. And then we can keep in touch. So, <laughs> so we both had these like manky burner phones. Did you? Yeah. It's where, like the wire. Yeah, it was like the wire. But it, we kind of kept in communication up to the very last day. Right, yeah. This is quite a revelation. They're probably yeah. going to be ticking off. But, uh, but you just, having five days of no communication, I need to speak to the kids. Yeah, of course. I need to yeah, speak yeah, to yeah, Tess yeah, and make yeah, sure that yeah. everything's all right. Yeah. And that, that not only me, but they are prepared for what's about to happen. Yeah. You know, because it's a big thing being in Amsterdam. And they're seeing it, you know. Yeah. You've lost yeah. loads of weight. Oh, you two know. and a half storm. But you know what? Scarlett Moffat came on it and she said it was so much worse than She said, it, yeah, they don't show she you She said it was of, so yeah. much worse than what you see on the telly. It's like, can't be worse. She's like, yes. Well, I don't know. I, like, because you know you're going to get treated Badly, you know you're gonna. Yeah, have bad you know what you're going into. The rice yeah. and the beans block you up. Yeah. So therefore, you've got to take a laxative if you choose to do so. Mm -hmm. Or some people, it does what it did to Shane. You know, because oh. he was chugging all kinds of processed, like yeah. blended stuff, guts and fish guts. Oh, right. Think about that. Does it not make you just puke? I did uh, two deer's testicles. Mm. 
Right, and well, were they, they cooked? Or they raw? boil them, I think. Right, okay. They boil them. So what happens is because they've boiled them, they're obviously full of fluid. Mm. Right. So I'm not going to go into the technicalities because this is a family podcast sponsored by <laughs> sponsored by Waitrose. First one, yeah. I put in my mouth, and I'm like, okay. So I put my teeth into it, and it it felt like I was biting into a squash ball, quite rubbery, right, okay, quite yeah. tough. Mm. So I went a little bit further, and it popped. Oh. Right, so I've got all this liquid coming down my chin. Oh. Right, so then I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I've just turned into a meme. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that is it. Like, I am done. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I look like something from a specialist movie. <laughs> I look like a, a wedding cake. Do you know what I mean? Because if you think what a testicle is, yeah. and you bite into it and yeah. it pops, and you've yeah. got liquid running down oh. your face. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's disgusting. Ooh, that's we'll have to see if Waitrose or Stockholm. Yeah. yeah. We can sponsor by Vernon K, I feel. Oh, it's yeah. disgusting to do it. No, uh, well, Vernon, thanks for joining Amazing. us. Oh, um, I loved right. it. And it was so much fun. Thank you for our stunning gifts of a spirit yes. level. I know. Oh, no, 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 just a spirit level. Yeah. Picture hanging Picture set. Picture hanging yes. set with a travel one. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm taking you for dinner. Yeah, thank you. Can't wait. <laughs> Uh, Vernon K, everybody. Thank you. Vernon, thank you. You guys are awesome. That was really fun. Very fun. Head to waitrose.com forward slash dish recipes. That is where you'll find all the meals we've ever made on the podcast. Follow Dish wherever you get your podcast so you'll get it delivered to your device every week. And if you enjoy it, please leave us a great review. If you don't, listen to something else. <laughs> we can't all have a Michelin star chef in the kitchen, but you can get some Michelin star advice. Email your questions for Angela, wherever they are, to dish at waitrose.co.uk. Waitrose. Food to feel good about.